0: You're listening to college success habits with jesse mogul episode 54 welcome to the show oh this show's the best the best, show. best show best show best show ever welcome to the college success habits podcast do you want to triumph through school and have a little fun along the way learn habits to help you attain better productivity and hacks to help you slide through classes at any age here's your host college circuit speaker, Jesse Mogul. Welcome to College Success Habits, everybody. I am your host, Jesse Mogul, and today is the day. Jump over to Amazon, type in College Success Habits, and join the fastest growing movement in the universe. Nothing is faster growing than the book. (laughs) I figured I'd shoot a special episode just because the book is coming out today on June 25th. The link is live. And if you were listening to this on Thursday, then you will have an opportunity to be one of the very first people to go over and grab a hold of the book as it is just now being opened up for public consumption. So jump over to Amazon, type in College Success Habits, type in Jesse Mogul. You can easily go and search there. You can follow the link that I've provided in the show notes. There are a myriad of ways to grab a hold of it. You can go over to jessemogul.com. And click on College Success Habits in the menu bar, and you can follow the link from there. I wanted to introduce and officially announce that the book is up for sale. Ebook is there. Print will come out in a couple months when the quarantine COVID Corona um, c- calamity is as you know over with as possibly can be over with. I do believe we're going to be dealing with this for some time, and it's really going to be funny. I don't know if funny is the right word, but it's going to be very interesting to go back and listen to these episodes in six months or a year, two, five, ten years from now. And think about how this book was being launched during a pandemic and how so many of the episodes leading up to this book launch talked specifically about the pandemic. And lately, I've even been talking about the Black Lives Matter protests and that movement. So it'll just be really interesting to go back and listen down the line and see um, what has come of Corona, and what has come of the BLM. Um, It'll certainly be interesting to see how this affects what happens in November and our election and the conversations that will be started on the show and in your classrooms and amongst your friends as these massive sweeping changes have occurred in our society in the year 2020. So... I don't think anybody could have seen this decade starting off the way that it has. Um, If you go back and, you know, I can't think of anything remarkable that happened in 2010, but certainly 2001, September 11th, is a day that will live in infamy within, you know, the United States, at least. And what a way that changed how the decade played out. How is what's happened this year with the protests and the Pandemic, how is this going to change the way that 2020 plays out? It will be absolutely fantastic to be a part of. I think this is just an amazing time in history. It's a great time for you to be experimenting with your life and, and growing through college and going into all of these amazing experiences that you're going to have using these principles that I outlined in the book. I really do believe that if you embrace these principles and make them part of your foundational mission statement, you will see a tremendous uptick in your personal growth, in your development, in your relationships, in yourself, so much, and your ultimate, your career. If you take these seven principles and adhere to them and fully adopt them, you go into your job interview down the line, and they're going to ask you, what software do you know, or what's your skills, and, you know, they're going to ask the usual rigmarole, and I have nothing, no, Nothing against all that, but honestly, I believe that we're in an information age, and like we've been in an in an information age since about the mid '90s when the internet was at in its early stages. And you look at how fast society has changed since the mid aughts You know, I think 2006 is when I finally joined Facebook. When so many people I knew finally joined Facebook, it was still so fresh. You had to have a college email address to join. And, you know, just in the last 14, 15 years, look how fast information has begun to flow. Social media has grown, how much more information we have at our fingertips. So we've been in an information age for some time. And I do believe that throughout the course of 2020, as it plays out, we're going to start getting into more of a conceptual thinking, cognitive thinking based society. Like who cares if you know how to use Excel or QuickBooks, or whatever program your employer wants you to learn, you can jump on YouTube, and you can learn it in two days. So what's it matter? Like, I'd seriously tell an employer, what's it matter? if I?" Sure, maybe I don't know. In, uh, back when I was in college, Quark, Q-U-A-R-K, Quark was how we designed magazines and newspapers. Now, it's pretty much Photoshop. Uh, I do know some people in the industry, what few remain in the journalism industry from when I went to school who say that quark is still out there and being used, but who cares if you know how to use it? <laughs> you can literally learn it by going Udemy and buy a class on it, and it's 10 hours later and you're a virtuoso. So what I think is going to matter more is if do you have conceptual thinking, cognitive thinking skills right where you can you can utilize common sense and new information and take things that seem like they have nothing in common and converge them into a brand new way of thinking a brand new thought and the seven principles will help you do that if you can sit there and be like look look at Mr employer Mrs employer i know i i have been developing a growth mindset since i got into college or high school if that's how you found me so I'm developing a growth mindset. I've cultivated courage. I've, I've become decisive. I take action. I embrace discipline. I exercise flexibility. And every single day, I embody tenaciousness. And you bring a cool story or a little antidote or an example of how you've used all seven of these principles. Like That's what I think employers are going to be looking for, is, is employees who can think on their own and don't need to be dragged around by the hand and shown every little thing, that they're willing to step outside of their own ego and learn things at a rate in which mesmerizes people from 10 years ago. And it's going to be absolutely fantastic. They can say whatever they want to about millennials. Everybody needs a ribbon or an award, and they need constant feedback and positive feedback. I don't know any human who doesn't want positive feedback Even baby boomers can sit there, I never needed to be told I was doing a good job. I just knew if I got a paycheck, that meant I was doing a good job. (laughs) Bullshit. (laughs) That is where I will use the profane word. No way. Everybody wants to be told that they're doing a good job. Just because you got used to not being told you were doing a good job does not mean that you didn't want to be told that you were doing a good job. Sitting here and being like, I didn't need to be told I was doing a good job. Yeah, you did. And one of the reasons why you were unhappy at your miserable job for 35 years in corporate America or at the steel mill was because you were just given a paycheck and told, be happy you still have a job, rather than being told how good and hardworking you were. So when they say that about us Gen Xers and millennials, that we need constant feedback and we all need to get ribbons, I remind anyone who says that, that we were kids. If you didn't give us a ribbon, we just didn't get a ribbon. We didn't get a participation trophy if you just wouldn't have given it to us. You're the ones who started that, not us. When I was seven years old and I got a participation trophy in Little League, and I have that, I can picture that, uh, I can have a picture of me and my grandma, me holding that trophy. If you just said I didn't get a trophy because I didn't win the championship, I'd have been, sure, maybe I'd have been like, eh, maybe cried for, ten minutes while somebody else got a trophy. But eventually we'd have still gone to that pizza party and I still gotten pizza and ice cream. And I really wouldn't have given two dams about the trophy, which I don't have anymore and couldn't have told you if I still had it a year later. But I definitely remember that pizza party and ice cream. <laughs> That's all I remember playing baseball just for the orange slices during the game and the ice cream afterwards. So all of this stuff that they say that we need, they're the ones who started it. They're the ones who started giving it to us. No nine-year-olds got together and said, we're not playing baseball this year if we don't all get a trophy. At no point was that a a conversation being had by nine-year-olds. So when you come to an employer being able to take on these seven principles and outline how they are utilized in your life on a regular basis, you're going to go head and shoulders above that person who's memorized every little step in a program but has no cognitive conceptual thinking skills beyond what they know. They only can do what they're told and they cannot think outside the box. They can't incorporate new ideas. They can't streamline the business. They can't be a disruptor of the industry. They have they have no talent outside of, tell me what to do and I'll do it. Push this button, push that button. I'm a robot. I do what I'm told. <laughs> because if you have a job where all you need to do is just be the robot and do what you're told, then somebody's going to replace you with a robot. So don't be replaceable by a robot. (laughs) And think about your career that you're going to get with that degree and make sure that it's one of those that you cannot be replaced by a robot. Um, So that's all I'm going to say. We're not making this too long. I just really wanted to introduce that College Success Habits is officially available. Please, 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 Go over to Amazon.com and follow the link in the show notes or Google it, uh, Amazon it, Jesse Mogul, College Success Habits. It's the one that says College Success Habits on the cover with the really cool owl. Looks pretty much like the logo for the show and it says seven powerful principles to help you excel in college and beyond. It's been a Amazing journey to get this to you I'm so glad that I've been able to make this happen, depending on when you find this episode i will I'm running a special. I will not say the price on the show because the price will change. Um, I will be offering specials around holidays like everybody else does, and then other times it will just be a lower number than normal, and sometimes it might be full price. I do not know I am not necessarily always in control of that decision. I have a publisher who helps make those decisions because um I'm one of those like just give it away for free so everybody has the knowledge and uh turns out you don't <laughs> you don't make money as a publisher if you give away books for free <laughs> I'm not expecting to make a million dollars off of this book. I'm expecting it to help uh, college students, help parents, help change lives, whatever it is to you. That's exactly why I wrote it. And um, I can't wait to talk about this book on stage and go over the seven powerful principles and bring you know, lively, um, enjoyable wit and banter to the stage where you can enjoy how I talk about this live and not just on a headset. It's been so great to have you all here for this journey. 54 episodes it has taken to get this book going. I came up with the idea for the book before I came up with the idea for the podcast and launched the podcast um, so that I could be fleshing out the material I would use in the book. And about six months into the podcast, I started writing the book and I wrote the entire book in a week. No lie. Ask uh, one of my best friends, who was along for the journey at the time, and she will tell you that for five straight days, from a Monday through a Friday, I sat down and wrote this book for five straight days. And first chapter was the most difficult because I was just figuring out the entire layout of the book, and uh, I, I that's when I chose the why, what, how, what if format so that it would be bite size, I like to explain to you why developing a growth mindset's important what a growth mindset is, how to have a growth mindset, and then I answer you know some Q and a that I' had already gotten from speeches and and, and uh, field research about growth mindset and so it took three hours to write that first chapter, and then that was it. I was like, okay, well if I got six more of these then at three hours a pop it should take eighteen hours and that's twenty one hours total for the chapters. then imagine that there's another hour, hour and a half for the intro and the outro and then, you know, toss in another five hours just to go back in and and edit it up and and, and just, you know, fix some of the incongruencies and things of that nature. And so it took me one week, about 30 hours. I said 25, maybe it was 30 because I think there was another day I threw in there where I just went back and reread it all over again. It's about a two hour read and then I just chopped it up more and then I let it sit on my desktop for a month. Stepped back from it, went back a month later, and then re-edited it and, and chopped it up, moved things around, and that took another 30 hours. And after 60 hours, I was able to send it off to the editor for the first review, and here we go. So if you go back and listen to, I think, episodes 11 through 17, I actually do... Um, it's almost like an audio book. I literally had the the book I had written up in front of me and was just, uh, I would say, partially reading it, partially riffing, and just you know trying to figure out how it sounded when I talked it all out. So uh, what you hear there is similar to what you will end up being able to read, but by no means is it the finished version. I changed a lot of things. And uh, down the line here in the next couple months, I will sit down and actually... Uh, do an audiobook of it. And when I do the audiobook of it, I will um, probably add in a little bit more material. I don't know what the rules are about that, if I'm allowed to add in like bonus sections and stuff like that. But um, we'll do something. But I will definitely be the one reading the audiobook. Because from people I have asked, they say one of the biggest disappointments when they go to buy somebody's audiobook, especially when they're like a self-help coach, motivational speaker, is when somebody else is reading the book and not them. Because I was going to pay um, someone to do it, so the voice sounded more professional or deeper if I chose a man or just more professional if I chose a woman's voice. I hadn't really figured that out. But uh, asking a handful of people it resoundingly was told, do not do that. So it will be in my voice regardless if I sound like the perfect person to read a book or not. My biggest uh concern would actually be that I would just start talking like it was a podcast instead of reading the book and adding in extra material be like you know I wrote that a year ago but now I've learned this and before you know it it turns into a 17 hour audiobook when it should not be that. So thank you so much for being a fan of the show for sticking with me for 54 episodes, for your continued support for the next 54, for the next 108, for the next 216 shows that come out. The book is live. Jump over to Amazon. Um, If Podbean or Stitcher or anybody puts this out a day earlier and it's still Wednesday, um, the link may or may not be live, but definitely by Thursday morning it will be live on June 25th. So please hop over there, grab a hold of this book, read it. It's like a two, two and a half hour read. I've made it very short, 112 pages. This isn't meant to, to, to become a whole nother project for you to have to slog through. This is a fast read. It's a fun read. It's going to be a great conversation starter with your friends and college classmates and people in your life, because there is no place that these seven principles won't help you achieve your dreams. So go out there, grab a hold of this special price just for you right now if you go out and scoop it all up. Um, thank you again so much. As always, inclusivity over exclusivity, the power of positive energy, release and flow. Thank you for supporting this amazing project of mine. I am just so grateful. I'm so humbled. If you feel so inclined, after you're done buying the book, read through some of it, jump over. Amazon loves ratings and reviews, just like... On iTunes, ratings and reviews, they make the algorithm pay attention to me better. When somebody types in college success, I will start to show up higher in the search because I've got ratings and reviews because iTunes and Amazon realize that most people will buy things, but most people will not go on and give positive reviews. If somebody thinks my book sucks, I promise you they'll go tell you that. But same with the iTunes. If you haven't already, go over Subscribe rate, review, even if you 're listening to me on Spotify, if you have an iTunes account, please go over there, show the show some love because it matters, I swear to you it matters. Uh, college success habits has has rated on iTunes since it came out, whereas my sobriety show, I never pushed it on iTunes as much as I pushed it on Spotify, and it shows it 's so much more difficult to find my sobriety show on iTunes so with the book. Buy it. Read it. Rate it. Review it. Help me help others by supporting this book. I will be at a college campus near you very soon. By all means, hit me up on social media and let me know where you're at, what school you're at. I will call up your administrators and I will figure out a way to get to your university so I can talk about this book I can tell you some stories from stage. You'll absolutely love it. Inclusivity over exclusivity, the power of positive energy, release and flow. Thank you so much for supporting this book. I am beyond appreciative of everybody who listens to this show. Until we meet again, take care. Bye-bye.